What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Putting on a duck's jersey doesn't make you a real duck. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We are back after a long hiatus, and we are all back together for the first time in a long time. So this is exciting. We appreciate everybody sticking with us through February there. Um, but got a lot of catch up on. So first of all, it's been a long time since we checked in with Kevin's kin token here. Um, if you are unfamiliar, Kevin, December 2016, ordered, or ordered, bought, I guess, about Purchased $300. Wasted. <laughs> uh, worth of the cryptocurrency called Kin Token. Last time we checked, it was hovering around $1.95, I think. So, Kevin's hoping for a rebound. Are we getting it, Kevin? Uh, banner few weeks. It's up to $2.40. There we go. Oh, well, the rest of the nation's 401k suffers. Can't joke. <laughs> it's on the rebound. Continues yeah. to, to flourish. <laughs> yeah, so we have a a bounce back there for the Kin Token. Um, I should mention, uh, thanks to everybody who said, like, uh, hey, uh, congratulating me on the kid. Baby Carp is doing well. Baby carp. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's good. Everybody's good there. And I just wanted to um, sort of recap here. Wait, quick question. Sure. Um, uh, or maybe too early to tell, but uh, what position do you think your your kid's going to play? Um, That's a good question. Well, she's not like that big, so you're not thinking goalie, right? No, she's about – she's tall. She's long, but she's not – At what point do you stop being long and you start being tall? Like at maybe when in you that, can stand. Life. Oh yeah. Maybe when you can stand. So yeah. How old? When 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 can you stand as a child? Six seven years. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So um yeah I mean maybe maybe defenseman just because defense it, woman defense woman thank you defense person let's be politically <laughs> no lady here. she's a duck defense duck <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah maybe we'll see what happens so uh, how many times has uh. Has she watched any of the Mighty Ducks movies to this point in her very young life? Uh, she's not really able to focus on a TV right mm. now. Did she have ADD? <laughs> she uh, she get her tested, dude. She had <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, she she has a tough time uh, not crossing her eyes most of the time. Mm. So, um, it's gonna be like father like a while. <laughs> it's gonna be a while until she can uh, do that. That is an interesting point, though. At what point do you show her the ducks? Because you want her to be old enough to appreciate it, but you don't want her to like. Well, if you start showing it to her now, it's like subliminal messaging. You know, oh. like it'll get deeply ingrained in her, like in her blood, in her bones. Um, so you might want to start early. Mm. Or, oh, you should read the novelizations <laughs> yeah. to her. Yes, okay. that's the idea. No, that's yeah. the better idea. Yeah, you're supposed to like read to the kids, so. Uh, they say the more you can read and the earlier you can do it, the better. So, uh, yeah, I'll read to her the Mighty Ducks novelizations. They are quite the thrill. We did episodes on those way back when. I'll put those in the show notes. Those are some high quality. That's some high quality stuff there, both the novelizations and our episodes. But let's move on now to the topic at hand. The topic at hand 
it's something we've talked about uh, pretty constantly, but I think we need to just come back together here, regroup, talk about this new Mighty Ducks TV show. So if you missed the last episode we had with Steve Brill, uh, he outlined a lot of stuff. They are filming in Vancouver right now, and it's going to be, they're going to film all the way until the mid-June, and then post-production, and then they are releasing it, he said, sometime in September. We'll see if that changes or not, but there have been some nice pictures sort of leaking out from the set. So the ducks, we're getting purple and teal ducks, at least that's what the sign looks like, and they play in the Hendrix Hockey Pavilion. So a nice little callback. Hendricks Hockey still doing strong uh, 20 years after Tibbles, really. Uh, Any sign of Tibbles? No sign of Tibbles. So they do have – the only really other thing we know is we saw sort of a logo. So there's this – they built this rink in Vancouver. Apparently they opened it up to like a youth league there, and one of our Quackalites – was part of that youth league. So he just went in the rink and took some pictures and sent it to us. You can see him on our Twitter and our Facebook. Um, have you guys seen the new sort of Mighty Ducks logo? Yes. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Okay. Just initial thoughts on that. It, uh, I think one of our Quack Lights pointed some on Twitter. It does kind of have a, uh, like, the cartoon show, like, feel to it in terms of like of, of like a big fat bill and mm-hmm. like a D2 vibe to it as opposed to, you know, original District 5 Ducks. I think that's a good call, though, because as far as branding is concerned, that was by far the best of, of the three films. And then if you want to include the cartoon as well. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I definitely think like that type of vibe was the right way to go. Yeah. More intimidating as well. And, and from oh, what yeah. we know from the show is like the Ducks are a powerhouse. And so you want this powerhouse logo. Yeah, I do think the um, the coloring is good. See, the Anaheim Ducks have moved away from the coloring, so I think it's a nice to bring back the, the uh, green and teal there um, instead of going all the way back to District 5 with the green and yellow. So we do have a little bit of updates. So we have in the cast Lauren Graham from Gilbert Girls and Parenthood. She is going to be Alex as the mom. Um, Emilio Estevez is in, and... As Bill said, we catch up with him, and he's not doing well. So do we have any um, sort of inkling on kind of what happened to Bombay in these last 20 years? So he end or D3, he goes to, like, what's his official job that he says he's getting? Like, like head of scouting or something? Director of player personnel for the Junior Goodwill Games. Uh, embezzlement, maybe? Oh. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's going to be tough for for disney to go that far i think Um, i don't know i think they're open to a lot of things yeah maybe yeah that's true um i don't know maybe like he failed just straight up failed in that role um they kind of you know crashed down to earth after he took over um maybe he does get pick up another dui or something Mm -hmm. um something along those lines maybe yeah yeah i i think it's like i think the dui thing would be cool just to harken back to the the original movie maybe pills (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a little that'd be quite dark yeah but kevin is right they can't really go too far um because this is gonna be marketed toward like kids and families um obviously the original movie had the dui but and maybe it is something like more simple like he got divorced or you know like something like that where it's like he's just kind of like at a point in his life where he kind of has to start over like maybe yeah. it's not that dark 
maybe like he he didn't do too well like in the 2000s like maybe like recession really hit him hard and it's like oh people don't want to you know invest in youth hockey anymore so i came back to minnesota and i'm just kind of working in a skate shop just you know making my own way yeah i think it probably is a combination of sort of everything i think if they're going with the Cobra Kai route, which it certainly seems like they are, um, in that, yeah, the main character, Johnny, he comes out and he's drinking. So yeah, I could he definitely. Drinks constantly. Yeah. yeah. So I could definitely sort of see Bombay, you know, failing, being sort of pushed out of hockey, and then he's drinking, gets another DUI, and then we catch up with him there. Um, so we do have. IMDb is starting to list castmates here. So we do have a, a pretty decent run of the kids here. So the main kid, Evan, is Brady Noon. Um, did anyone watch Boardwalk Empire? I did. Oh, well, it's most of it. So he is Tommy Darmody. Oh, yeah. Oh, so he's uh, he's Darmody's kid, I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't remember much of him, but yeah. So he is in. He's in the main role here. And then everyone else, we don't. They don't have like a list of what character they're playing or whatnot. But there is Swayam Batia. So she is in Succession as Sophie Roy. Um, oh, I love Succession. One of my favorite shows. Probably my favorite show on TV right now. It's very yeah. good. So Sophie Roy, just give us a, a quick rundown. I'm trying to think. So she's, she's got to be one of the grandkids, I guess. She's one of the kids, yeah, from fucking middle. Uh... The uh, gosh, I'm totally blanking on his name. Oh, oh, from uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name either. Yeah, uh, essentially the from the fuck ups kids, right? Like the one that's like hooked on pills and yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Who essentially is main character in season one, and kind of takes a back seat in season two. Yeah. Wait, no. What? Yeah. <laughs> Logan's the son who was supposed to be that's, the. the... That's how you read that season two. Okay, that's another. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. Season one, he's definitely the main character. Season two, Logan is the main character. Okay, we can uh, debate this another time. <laughs> no, no. Let's hear how how wrong you are. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think he ever. I, I I don't think they ever like the focus of his story ever ever truly takes like a backseat. I don't know. Anyway, so I am Batia. <laughs> she is in uh, this one. Uh, also, Tegan Burns. She Kendall was Roy. In, and, <laughs> she was so in like Jeremy Strong. The right Tegan Burns is as someone else in the right stuff. I don't know if you saw that as Laura Shepard, uh, Bella Higginbotham. She is the right stuff is like Academy Award like film. Oh well, it's about the uh, uh, Mercury program rockets. Anyhow, <laughs> nice. Well, so she's probably pretty good then. Uh, Bella Higginbotham. Her main thing is this. A uh, movie called Troop Zero, which is an Amazon original movie about a Girl Scout troop. Um, and then there's Luke Islam, who's probably the most interesting that I could found. So this is his first acting job, but he was on America's Got Talent just belting out Broadway hits. Oh, wow. And he kind of looks like a young Goldberg. So go YouTube him and... Um, I'm curious to see if we get his his voice in here somewhere because uh he like made it past the first round and the judge gave him like a golden buzzer I think I don't watch the show so which <laughs> which pushes him past like other preliminary rounds so Wait, which kid is this Luke Islam so yeah spelled exactly how it sounds oh, okay. Hey uh, there's also a kid in there that was in Black Panther 
Yes. As Hot Dog Kid. Dijon Watts was <laughs> Hot Dog Kid. Character. And his name is Dijon. Yeah. And, his, and he was Hot Dog Kid. That's amazing. <laughs> I did not put that together. <laughs> but yeah, so... And then there's Kiefer O'Reilly, who's been in a bunch of TV movies, and he's done voices and the animated in some animated stuff. Um, and then there is also Maxwell Simpkins. He's been in a bunch of random stuff, including Inside Amy Schumer, and he was a voice in the Kim Possible movie. So a lot to look forward to there. There's also two other adults they list. Uh, Julie Serda. She was in Blind Spot, the series, as Ivy Sands and a bunch of other... Sort of random stuff. And then there's there's one guy, and I'm pretty sure he added it to the, his IMDb himself. Uh, Paul Amida, or Almeida, and he's listed as Adidas guy from the Mighty Ducks TV series. So I'm excited to see where Adidas guy comes in here. Um, I'm assuming you guys are, are furiously Googling right now, or are you guys just texting other people? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at like these people. I'm okay. alerting somebody to the succession news. Oh, okay, okay. Just, I guess, initial sort of thoughts, if any, on these this cast of kids. My initial thought is it, it seems like a pretty experienced group of yeah. kids. It, I mean, and there, there are probably others that are kind of first-time actors that are going to be in it, but it seems like at least the heavy hitters are, you know, pretty well, I don't know if established is the right word, but, you know, they've at least been around the block for a little bit. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah, that was what I also took away from it. See, like these kids are not like the newbies. I felt like talking to like Sean Weiss and Matt Doherty, they were sort of like fresh faces here where these people have been doing it for a while. So um, maybe we get a little more, um, I don't know, nuance or something in the TV series. Yeah, or maybe that's I'm what curious. they were looking for. A little more depth from some of these characters. Yeah, not so much just one-liners. You know, more maybe some more like character development. Yeah, well, I guess you have to have that too because you're looking at a, a five-hour essentially movie, ten half-hour episodes instead of what hour and a half. So a lot more for these kids to do. But um, yeah, I'm most interested in this Luke Islam character and seeing if um, I'm. I'm assuming he's going to be the goalie. Like he definitely looks like the heavy set. Goldberg goalie kid. So maybe they switch it up on us here. Over under uh I'll put it at I'll just put it at one song sung by him in the first episode. In the first episode. Or, or one singing performance. Wouldn't surprise me if maybe his character is kind of like a he's always just like singing a little tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe there's like a talent show episode where he sings one and like yeah. kicks ass. I don't know. Yeah, but you feel like unless this kid is like, I want to act. You, he's got to be singing, or, right? Yeah, or, or maybe there's like a a, a scene where they're like kind of going around school, rounding up kids to join the team. They like go into the choir, mm. you know, the choir oh, room. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that because the show description is definitely like, oh, they sort of put together this ragtag group of misfits. So maybe that is what happens there. Do we know who's the kid who like loves podcasts or whatever? We do not know. Nick would be the one who loves podcasts. Um, we know Brady Noon as Evan, and that's about it. So, um, and like Brill said, they might change some stuff. Sure, sure yeah. So. They said he basically said that was like from the descriptions were from casting call from six months ago. They've gotten kids in. They've already sort of rewrote some of it. 
that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think when we had Sean Weiss on, he was supposed to have one line, and then while he was... Kind of talked his way into other... Yeah, like, actually, while they were, like, on set, they were rewriting it just because he was being an a-hole to everybody. He was Um, real cut up. Yeah, exactly. Any sort of initial, I guess, thoughts on, on this series, on the Hendrix Hockey Pavilion, the logo, anything we need to touch on here i i think it's uh i think it's promising for the amount of callbacks that they'll be able to do even if it's like a small appearance by tibbles or mm-hmm. like, i don't even know if that guy's still alive like he is he might, okay <laughs> i could um, see someone being like oh i'm so i'm like joanna tibbles i'm his daughter exactly <laughs> yeah so there, there are a lot of opportunities for that um but i am excited by the the experience level of the cast that we're seeing so far and, of course, the star power brought by Emilio Estevez and uh, Lauren Graham. Yes. I'm very curious as to how they do the relationship with Emilio and Lauren Graham. Because they're both, like, 50, right? And so, in mm-hmm. theory, they could yeah. be love interests. And mm-hmm. so, do you do the callback to, like, you know, love interest with Charlie or whatever? Charlie's yeah. mom? Um, <laughs> with Charlie. <laughs> yeah, with, with Charlie. That'd be an interesting <laughs> decision for the producers to make. Um, and so, I think... One thing you, you see with these reboots is people want the nostalgia, but they don't want the exact same plot. And mm-hmm. so you have to be careful um, to kind of meet expectations, but also not be like, well, I, I saw this before. Like, I, I don't know. Have Have you seen Cobra Kai? No, I have not. Okay. A, you have to watch Cobra Kai. It's so good. Um, but I think, yeah, like they do a masterful job of, you know, they do enough like flashback stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mixed in with. You know, kind of the role reversals and things like that. Is Ralph um, Macchio in it at all? Yeah. Yes. He's, yes. Yeah, he's, he's like a one of, he, main guess, character. Yeah, the two main characters are him and the guy he fought at the end of Karate Kid. Oh, okay. Um, I forget his name off the top of my head. But uh, but yeah, so, that, so there are a ton of opportunities, even like full episodes where it's like he goes and meets up with the old crew mm-hmm. from Cobra Kai um, and, you know, things like that. So I think there are a lot of opportunities like this for this in the show. Yeah, and so one thing, whenever we spoke to Brill a few years ago in the first interview, great two-part episode, mm-hmm. we asked him, like, oh, what are the Ducks doing these days? And one thing that stuck out to me was that, like, Keenan was running, like, a sporting goods store. Yes. And, sorry, Keenan. Um, Russ, Russ Tyler, played by Keenan Thompson. And so I wonder if that's always been in Brill's mind, if he's going to essentially be like, oh, we need new equipment for my guys. It was like, like, I know a guy. Yeah. And it's, boom, you got Russ Tyler right there. He's got a sporting goods store. Yeah. So I, I really wonder... You know how they're gonna work them in, and you could do that just like a one episode thing or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The Emilio thing is interesting to me because with the press release and everything that came out, it certainly seems like Evan um, and Alex, the mom, are sort of the main characters. But we know Emilio is gonna be in every episode, so I'm interested to see kind of how the dual narratives sort of converge. They, I'm assuming they would have to converge at some point. Um, so it's still a lot up in the air and like, I don't know, I don't know if I want to know until I watch the show or, or maybe, uh, do I want to get the spoilers? I think that's a question we need to answer for ourselves and for the listeners. Like if we got inside info, would you want to know some more of the plot or would you rather just sort of take it? I think as long as we, as we flag it as spoilers, I, I, I think, you know, I think our, audience can decide for themselves um i don't think we need to you know babysit anybody i i think at the same time well i agree but 
I don't know. Think about what you've wanted to like see most in the last like half decade, and I would say it's probably like the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Um, and you don't want spoilers whatsoever. Yeah, but, but you're you do... probably in the minority there. Like most other Star Wars nerds were like scouring the depths of the internet for it. I think I was mostly interested in like, is this person going to be in it? And you, you essentially you kind of ruin the like, like if someone's like, oh yes, like Russ Tyler yeah. is in it, and you you ruin the reveal, mm-hmm. and it's almost like, um, I think in. Um, oh, and when Seven came out, um, they didn't market Kevin Spacey as the villain. Um, and so whenever Kevin Spacey's there, you're just like, what the fuck? That's Kevin Spacey. He's the bad guy the whole time. Um, like, he wasn't even billed, like, in the opening credits. And so do you have something like that? Because I would love to see, like, a Dean Portman just show up, you yeah. know, yeah. and not realize it. I mean, it's so hard to avoid that, like, unless they manage to keep them off IMDb. Well, so, you know what I mean? to like, be fair, you've got Emilio Estevez as the leading man in this. And that comes out a press release like the day before they start shooting. Sure, but nobody was on there before that, right? Like nobody right. was on IMDb. They didn't even have an IMDb page yeah. before it. That's uh, true, yeah. So I just think it'll be tough to avoid that. Um, but I think all we need to do is just make sure that we alert people if we are going to share spoilers. If I, I don't even know if we'll get any. Like, I yeah. don't know if we'll have any. But um, I don't think we need to like, you know change the way that we talk about it. because it's like a radio guys who don't else. say no hitter during a no-hitter because they think they're going <laughs> to jinx it. Yeah. All right. I think that's a good I, approach to that. I will say, and Brill touched on this briefly, I do hope they release it weekly instead of all at once. I mm-hmm. think it'll be a more entertaining way to discuss it. I that agree. Way. Um, so if you're listening, uh, Disney, you know, weekly. Oh, they listen. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure, yeah. I Bill and I started talking about stuff, and then I got worried about copyright. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> Disney's actually like could crack down on us at this point." Like, That'd be the best thing to happen to us. Are I you agree. kidding me? <laughs> I agree. Can yeah. You see the headlines. Get, if we get into a fight with Disney, that's probably a good thing. But I was thinking like before, I was like, Disney won't care about us. But now, if we're trying to like go to the set and stuff like that, they're gonna know who we are. So uh, interesting, interesting times for the Quack Attack right here. So. Um, Anything else on this before we sort of return to regularly scheduled programming and talk about the stuff we usually talk about? Like Uh, Hey Arnold. (laughs) And Big Green. I almost watched Big Green the other night. It's on HBO. Did you know that? Uh, um, We um, we stopped our HBO account, um, but I need to put it back on to watch Watchmen and The Outsider. I almost watched it in your honor. I haven't seen it since I was probably like, I don't know, eight years old. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm excited. It's not I'm really excited good. about the show. I think it's. I think it. All signs appear to it be heading in the right direction. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Let's take a short break, and then we'll come back with the quack question. And anything else? No, we just took a short break. <laughs> oh, that was. Well, you ended like with the quack question. All right. On a weird yeah, cadence. Kind of left it hanging there. All right. Try that, try that outro again. Okay, okay. Let's take a short break, and we'll come back with a quiet question. Much better. Thank you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. All right, we are back. And we have, for the first time in a long time, a nice little quick question here. Kevin, as you know. Wait, quick, before we dive into this, um, your dogs are okay, right? Yes. Okay, so quick story here. So we left for like two hours to go to the pediatrician and come back. Dogs, they just chill. They've chilled all day. This was the day that we were supposed to record a podcast yes, recently. Yes, last week. So last week we missed the pod because my dogs, while we were gone, for some reason got into an, a brawl. So one of them is 60 pounds. One of them is like 35. So obviously a 35-pounder was uh, a little worse for wear, had some scratches and stuff like that. Uh, but she is fine. The other dog is fine. But we came home and the the 60 pounder is a white dog. And there was just blood all down her front. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So it looked a lot worse than it was. Um, but I we'd have no idea why they got into a fight. Um, the bigger one is kind of hyper. So, like, and we're thinking she just wanted to play and our other dog just sort of doesn't. So with, that might happen. But usually when that happens... It's just like one snip and then it backs off. So something I don't know if they were got caught in the hallway maybe and they were next to each other. So um, the, the the bigger one has anxiety too. So if she was caught in the hallway and felt like she had nowhere to like go, cornered, maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe she went out. But yeah, they're fine. Well, they're gonna be fine. So the the smaller one has some scratches on her ear and a puncture wound on her leg, but um, it's fine. Is acting fine. Has a little loose skin on her like jaw, so we think she might have like torn something. But the vet said it didn't matter. Like it's not causing her pain. So yes, the dogs are good. Do you think maybe they staged the fight to try to get more attention from you and your wife and this baby? Yeah, are they jealous of the baby? Um, it could have been like a factor. So they were definitely stressed with this new baby, especially when it was like crying at night and stuff, and they were just like. Are you guys gonna do something to stop this? And the, yeah, so they would get. In all str- fairness, that's what I would be saying too. Yeah, so they would get. De- they definitely get stressed when the baby cries. So maybe there was a lot of stress, and they were sort of cooped up. We didn't have as much time to take them out and take them to the dog park and stuff like that. So maybe they were all. That was all factors. Um, yeah, but let's go back now to the quack question. <laughs> you ask us tw- questions on Twitter, Facebook, uh, email through the voicemail link we were listening to a couple of voicemail things before but they, they did not make this show because they sort of need their own episode so kevin has this episode's quack question now uh this week's uh quack question i believe is from a first timer if i'm not mistaken uh it comes from dr stealth who is at phil the glitch on twitter <laughs> um uh, Dr. Stealth's question is, who gets swiped right more, Portman, Luis, or Guy? Mm, Interesting. Question. All right. Um, so are we, like, what age are we putting them I, at? That, I was going to ask that. I guess let's go D3 age because I would put them at least, like, you know, the interested in girls phase. Okay. You know? Or, or like, the dating phase, you know what I mean? Close enough. So still, like... So them as a... Young men. Young, 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 young adults or whatever. Okay. Because, I mean, you do have to be 18 to be on Tinder. Exactly. That's what so, I was going to say. How do you know that, Tommy? 
It's in the terms, isn't it? <laughs> so my friends tell me. <laughs> friends like Kevin and Mike. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, yeah, we'll just say like high 18. schoolish age, 18. Yeah. 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 So you have Luis, Guy, and Portman. Um, I don't think Guy is like outgoing enough to have a good enough profile I, to really get a I lot of I think we also have to qualify this by location. So like I think Guy probably crushes it in like a diner. You know <laughs> okay. what I mean? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think that's a big factor too. So yeah, that's a good question. So are we saying Luis is in Minnesota or does he go I'd, home to right, South Beach? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's say that in their hometowns. Hometown. Their respective hometowns. That's Chicago, Illinois, of course. For uh, and let's just say Minneapolis for for Yee. Yeah. yeah. Chicago for Portman, and uh, in Miami, South Beach for uh. For Luis. Okay. So, if you do that, I mean, obviously, there's. I feel like there's more options in South Beach, too. I'm, I'm just going to do my gut reaction ranking. Okay. I'm going to say Portman, Luis, Guy. Because Guy, I think his profile is going to be boring as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, he's not, he doesn't have a ton of personality. Um, Portman's is going to be either absurd, which, you know, typically gets pretty good results, or... It, like the the girls will be attracted to the bad boy ness. Yes. Um. And Luis is just a good looking guy, and he's smooth. I don't know if his profile would be all that interesting, but he's a good looking guy. I think Gee. I agree that Gee Gee would get the fewest swipes, but he would get more quality because mm-hmm. I bet you he spends a lot of time on his like he puts like song lyrics on his profile or some <laughs> yeah. shit like that. Oh yeah. Um. Well, Portman, like Dave Matthews lyrics or something. I, so I bet you he like. Maybe he goes on more um, like dates that have a second date potentially. Portman, however, I think gets a lot of swipes, but he just puts like, you know, whatever. I like to party. Hit me up, and he will go on a date with anyone. Yeah. He has no standards, yeah. so he will he will get lots of swipes and then lots of dates yeah. and and do well for himself. Well, I, I think Portman can, can go multiple routes. Hey, you could set up multiple accounts. Like one can be his like, you know, clean cut account. One mm. could be his bad boy account, you know, it's I don't about know strategy. if he's smart enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. I think I, he just has one that's sort of like aggressive. And I could also see him like all his photos are just like him taking it in the mirror. Yeah. Like he's like, like <laughs> showing his ads or something. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely Portman. Um, so we have Luis. Luis, I guess, is just sort of a, a mix of the two. Luis gets the most, I think, honestly, just because he's the best looking in the three, and he'll he's gonna get a lot of swipes right now. Maybe his personality doesn't shine through, like when like during conversations. But I, the only reason I would I would maybe say Luis might be last would be because he's more of an in person operator. Like mm-hmm. he kind of just goes to the bar and crushes it. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. Like he's like, I don't need Tinder. You know. So here's an interesting side question of all the um, of all the ducks, who um, just like pretend they're all like at least eighteen. Who do you think does like the worst on Tinder? Carp. <laughs> Although Carp aged well. If he if we're saying That's eighteen, true. I don't know when that like changed. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think Carp Carp has a lovableness to him that maybe helps him in some sense. Um, I think maybe uh, maybe Tommy. Tommy Duncan. Yeah, I was gonna say Tommy. Like yeah. I don't think Tommy has quite the lovableness 
Um, I don't think he's... I just, uh, I just pictured Tommy as the kid in GTA Five now. Oh, yeah, Danny Tamborelli. <laughs> who's incredibly but, like, annoying. Yeah, Danny Tamborelli is, is, not, does, is not the... Uh, like he's the voice actor, but yeah. they did not model him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's tough not to picture him as that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would say Tan- Tommy. Sorry. Just because I don't like, he's not as lovable. I don't think he's clever with his profile. He's like, got a bowl cut still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, I don't think he spends a lot of time on like taking good photos. So I say Tommy Duncan. Yeah. Kevin, you agree, or you still say? Uh, yeah, I'll go Tommy Duncan too. I think okay. that's a good. Who do you think? I don't know what like... Peter Mark looks like. Who do you think is most likely to get catfished? Is that Carp? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and like swindled out of money. It's or like something. all I have to do is send her twenty five dollars a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. She said she needs it. <laughs> all right. So back to um, the original question. So I think we're all in agreement. Guy is last. That's what I'd say. Okay, and then I do I do agree with Kevin that probably it's Mendoza in the middle just because he doesn't need Tinder as much, and he's maybe not on there as much, and he doesn't try as hard just because he can he can go out and kill it by himself. Yeah, and Portman is probably just like swiping white nonstop, like yeah, yeah. at the stoplight, just right on everyone. Yeah. Sh- shout out to uh, uh, my my friend Brett, who one time in Vegas he he asked me. Uh, you want to know my favorite thing about about Tinder? And he just proceeds to immediately not even look at his phone and swipe right until it stops him, until it tells him he can't swipe right anymore. And then he said, and I get one super like. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't even look at the photos. And he, he was just going for numbers. So nice. shout out to Brett. That called, that called Brett. to Brett. How do you do that with him? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Because <laughs> I have been to Vegas with Brett and Brett. <laughs> I remember. Right, it was probably that same weekend. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to air Brett's dirty laundry. He has a lot of dirty laundry yes, too. Let me tell you. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we'll have him on the pod. At oh, some he point. would. He's been dying to get on the pod. Actually. Okay. So we'll, we'll have him come air his own dirty. laundry. Yeah, we'll have to tailor the episode to him. But yeah, we can get into his Vegas trips as well. So um, that is it for us. You can go to com at QuackTechPod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash QuackTechPod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Go to the shop. Get your gear. You know, spring is coming up. Summer's coming up. Yeah, tees. Get, get your tees and your uh, tanks. Your tanks. All that kind of stuff. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Yeah.